What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Jay French over Zoom video. Jay French was born and raised in Oklahoma City and talks about how he got into music, comes from a very musical and artistic household. His mom was a ballerina and dad was a drummer, Grammy award-winning drummer, played with a bunch of different artists. And he used to bring uh, Jay French up on stage when he was like three years old to play the tambourine and the shakers and stuff. So he started off with percussion, uh, went to, to drums, and eventually started to rap due to he had a speech impediment as a kid. Actually was mute for a long time, started to speak, but he had a really bad speech impediment. So he would write everything out. And that's how he learned really how to not only get rid of the speech impediment, but he learned how to rap that way as well. He talks about writing his first songs the success of his album, Just Another Gift from God, and all about the new album he just released called All Love. You can watch the interview with Jay French on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Jay French. All good. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely, man. How, how, how are you, man? How's I'm everything doing, going? I'm, I've been doing really well, man. I've, I, it's no complaints. No complaints. How about yourself? Man, come on. I'm exuberant. <laughs> come on. Come on, man exuberant man I'm, I'm good man how are, yeah 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 this what's going on it's a pleasure uh, to be here oh well thank you so much uh my name's adam and this is about you and uh your journey in music and we'll talk about the album and um the, the new song and everything else that's cool D- definitely man definitely man i'm down Amazing. so I'm down. Uh, it, took, it, it took a while to get in here this was this is a. Uh... <laughs> process <laughs> uh, so, yeah sorry about that i want to make sure that all the t- uh, you know cross the t's and dot the i's when it comes right, to these right. things um right, right, but i right. i again i appreciate you doing this um so first off you were born and raised in uh, oklahoma is that what i read definitely yeah, yeah oklahoma city oklahoma is where i was born and raised that I, I live in dallas texas now but i lived all over in new york oh. city LA. My mother's from New York City. My father lived in Harlem for 25 years. You know, like I've been all over the place. And, you know, my mom lives in LA now. You know. Okay. Uh, and you're in know, Dallas. I'm, I'm in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I gotta get. Back, I gotta get back. I gotta get back west. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet. It's probably. I'm. I'm originally from San Diego. I've recently moved to Middle Tennessee, like Nashville area, about. Two and a half years oh. ago, it's quite different than uh, than Southern California for sure. Definitely, I was just there. I was just in Nashville. Oh, really? Took, yeah, did an artist party. I'm with a. Uh, I have a license and deal with a company called Music Bed, and they okay. did a whole part a whole party there for us, and it was it was it was dope. That's that amazing. city eats a lot of grits. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like gouda grits it was like different kind of specialty I'm like this is incredible oh yeah the shrimp grits at this uh place called puckets is really good shrimp grits yeah i still, still never still never had it oh it's good I, man 
I just I just heard their stuff is like like I, I tasted the grits there and they were like the best grits I've ever had in my life. Like, really? It was they're creamy, like they don't make them like that out here. Yeah. No, I yeah. couldn't believe it. They were so good. <laughs> I was like, this is so soulful. I went ahead at a place called Monel's there. It was really good. Okay. Yeah, was, I'm not familiar. Was, yeah. Again, I've only been Monel, here for a couple yeah. of years, so Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just but, went to a couple of spots, but it was, yeah, it was, it was a dope. I, I like Nashville for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, I was going to ask you. So, I mean, you do come from uh, quite a musical household, right? I mean, that your dad's a a Grammy award winning drummer and vocalist. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Tell me about that growing up. I mean, did you, is that what kind of drew you to music and with drums like your first instrument? Like, where did you kind of start yeah. off? Drums was my first. Well, percussion instruments was my first instrument. You were you a baby. You can't really play drums. You, you, I'm right. doing the shakers and tambourines on stage with my dad every now and then. You playing at the fairgrounds or something, and and pulls me on stage and I'm just playing a tambourine or something. You know? <laughs> wow! So you were like um, immersed in it right away. You got to play. Yeah. You get to go up on stage yeah. with them and stuff. That's rad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, three years old like that. You know, like yeah, like. Oh, oh, it was. I mean, from a very young age, I played a lot. I play every instrument, like everything. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing you can put in front of me. I can't play. No. Wow. Was that something that, like, I mean, three years old, right? You're on the stage. Is that something that you right. were like, I know that, like, kind of your whole life, you just were, you knew, like, your, you know, visual. I didn't play. know. I oh, didn't know. know. I had no fucking idea. I was just so <laughs> good. I, be I became so good at it that everyone made me do it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like, you got to rap. You got to rap. Dude. Like, I, look, I started rapping when I was 12, and I was just writing mm -hmm. just to clear my stuttering. I had a severe speech impediment. And just just to clear it, wow. I, I started writing rhymes. So it was, I just became so good at it because I needed to be so good at it. To You know, every day I would go and rap at school every day. You know, and I'm embarrassed to even speak, so I better be good. You know, mm -hmm. and then on top of that, it, it was helping me find my pathology, my speech pathology. So it was like so many reasons for me to do it and keep doing it every day the same way. And you find a pathology and you find a style within it and you find out how to be yourself through being an artist. And it's a whole discovery, you know, the whole climb and, yeah. and climbing to yourself. And I've been myself for a long time like i've never like you know and when you become yourself you become confident and you become yeah. a great person just to everybody that's how it is that's the way it's it works. interesting it's interesting because that is like one of the hardest things right is to be authentic and be your yourself especially oh, in the arts or you're trying to emulate other people or you know the people that you look up to or artists that you like you're like oh i want to sound like yep. so-and-so but it's like you're never going to be that person because that's their authentic self. You know what I right, mean? Right. It's hard to, to kind of break through and figure out your own voice. True. And the, the moment you start putting money with art, art is like ruined at that point. So it's like um, the moment artists start doing art for money, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's over with. You know, I don't care what you do. If you start doing it for money, then you're not going to do it that well. Right. You do it out of, you find love in what you do. Man, you're gonna do it so good. You're gonna you're gonna do it so well that they're gonna want to pay you so much, you know. And that's the flip side of the coin. It's like I you have that. to find yeah. love and every if you if you don't already love what you do, find love in what you do, and then 
that's where the success comes from. No matter what you're going to start, people are going to start pulling you into stuff, mm-hmm. meeting, you're going to be meeting, you're going to start meeting people. It's just what it is. It's just, that's how it happened for me. My dad and my dad didn't, didn't introduce me to anybody I know in music. Wow. Really? Not one person. Still play with everybody. He's got a Grammy. He got a Grammy nomination with Kanye West and common. And, and <laughs> that's <laughs> never a, a nomination. I mean, they, they didn't win for that uh, the that's album. Be common, but they, he got, and I, I've never met anyone through my father. Huh. Like I, everybody I met was just through being just good. Just huh. purely like a, re- a serious artist, you know, and people take you serious when you serious, you know, that's what it is. And, um, when you're serious about your pride, serious, say serious artists like other artists, like anyone who does it is serious at, about doing it. You can't focus on this and not be serious, but serious as in the form of like, I have a purpose for doing this, like that kind of thing. Like, hey man, this is why I do it. This is my process. Like I have this process that that's a winning process. It works every time. You know, like it, 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 I find myself every time I do this. That's a serious artist. Mm-hmm. And That's like, a serious artist, yeah. yeah. And, and to see success, I mean, in this, especially and whether or not your dad, you know, it sounds like your dad didn't in, uh, introduce you to anyone, but you could probably see growing up, you know, like this is something that's attainable, right? Instead of being like, there's no way, like, I don't know if there's any way this, I can make this happen. Uh, do you feel like being able to kind of like look up to, to dad and see that he's, you know, doing what he loves and, and, and doing it in the arts and music, that it was a possibility? Well, my father was, he was a, he was a bit of an inspiration, but he wasn't, the, it wasn't at all. Um, he let me know that it's a possibility to, to, uh, to love music so much, mm-hmm. you know, that you, that you could give your life up for it, you know, cause he wasn't around me growing up like that, you know, so he wasn't around a lot. Okay. He was on tour with Burning Spear. Yeah, most yeah, of my yeah. Life, you know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I was gonna say he's probably gone quite a bit just doing his job. Yeah, he was the biggest reggae band at the time, like you know, like in the world, like yeah. they're everywhere, you know. Uh-huh. Right. So I, I didn't, you know, it, it, I didn't spend a lot of time with him growing up. The time I did spend with him was always inspirational to me. Um, uh, my mother was a ballerina. Oh, really? When I was very young, you know, she was a dancer. And um, that kind of that my mom was into music, too. So a lot of the music I listened to was through my mom and a lot of the stuff that I got from like play this, play multiple instruments, expand, expansion, be flexible was from my father. OK, uh, I, I've always rap. I'm, I'm a rapper, but I've always used a band at every show. Since oh, I, I didn't know that. So you always have a live band every time. I always have a live band. I've, That's I've awesome. Always had which is something that's not really utilized, I think, as much as it should or could be. I mean, even a lot of so hip hop artists start off. That, that's where the feeling is. The feeling is right there. Yeah. You can't, you can't get feeling. You only can get so much feeling from a recorded song. You know, when we're when we're in the studio, we are perfecting a moment that we've already created. Uh huh. When we're on stage, we're creating a moment right in front of everyone. So, band, it takes a band to create a moment. A DJ is playing a, a perfected moment. 
Mm-hmm. So it's different, you know. And when you're playing with a band, you you every everyone's a part of the moment that, that you're creating. Everyone in the room is. So it's a different feeling for the room. Mm-hmm. They get more out of it. It's almost a religious experience, you know. It's an incredible experience just playing with, just making sure, just even if you didn't have any work. I can I can have pockets of like one minute of just my drummer going crazy. Right. And everyone is into it. Like as if I did a verse. They're they're not just cheering me on, they're cheering my band on. They're cheering, they're happy that they even came. Like this is incredible. He's letting his guitars get some. He's letting his good drummer get some. His bass guy got some. His key guy got some. Every sax guy got some. Everybody got some. It wasn't just me. Uh-huh. You know, it's, a, it's the thing. And then I come back and, I, and, and it's about, a lot, I don't think a lot of rappers use bands because um, they don't really know a lot of rappers can rap. And it's not taught that we should learn an instrument too. You know, right. Like, hearing kind of the full spectrum or if it's, it's like, here's a beat or here's something right, and then they're right. just right over it. Right. Like top right. Line they look for things. beat makers to make beats. Yeah. And, and then they just come on and put their their right. Their rap a over. lot of time, even though rap is a skill, it's an 100%. instrument of its own. Yeah. But but since they learn how to play that, that instrument is so hard to perfect. Right. That they don't learn another another one. And I'm like, <laughs> I've always been turned taught to learn so many instruments that rap was the last instrument I started learning. This episode is brought to you by Dragon Ball Legends, the ultimate Dragon Ball experience on your mobile device. Dragon Ball Legends features action-packed anime action RPG gameplay with Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, and all your favorite Dragon Ball characters. Summon your favorite characters from popular Dragon Ball anime series, such as Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT to Dragon Ball Super. Fight in real time against friendly or rival Dragon Ball players from across the globe in live PvP battles. Enter ratings matches with your favorite Dragon Ball characters and earn rating points and rewards. Unite with friends to defeat powerful foes in co-op. Dragon Ball Legends features the best anime fighting scenes on your mobile device. And now, Legends Festival is on, so you can get up to 300 free summon tickets. Are you ready? Download Dragon Ball Legends today. Available for free on both iOS and Android devices. Why, hello, friends. It is Adam from Bringing It Backwards. And I am here to talk to you about Factor, which I absolutely love. America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. This holiday season, you may be looking for some nutritious, flavorful meals on your jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of those holiday to-dos. The thing I love about Factor is you skip the meal planning, you skip the grocery store shopping, the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up. You get Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals delivered right to your door. They're ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is just heat it up and enjoy. Treat yourself to high-quality, delicious meals over the holidays. Choose from over 35 chef-crafted meals every week. 
that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. Whether it's calorie smart or you're vegan or veggie, you want more protein, protein plus, and more wholesome options, Factor has delicious, dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. I recently had the shredded chicken taco bowl, which was absolutely delicious. It had roasted corn salsa, cilantro, lime, sour cream. Delicious, only 540 calories. Or if you need an extra boost to support those wellness goals so you feel your best during the holidays, there are Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And guess what? That shredded chicken taco bowl I had, not only calorie smart, but it was a protein plus meal as well. And all I had to do, super easy, pop it in the microwave for two minutes, delicious meal, 540 calories, and over 30 grams of protein. But Factor isn't just for dinner. You can count on extra convenience any time of the day with an assortment of over 55 add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. Choose from quick breakfast items, lunch to go, grab and go snacks, and ready to drink cold pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Factor offers offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. This December, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your doorstep. They're ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. And for you Bringing It Backwards listeners, head to factormeals.com slash BIBTV50 that's B-I-B-T-V-50. Use the code B-I-B-T-V-50 to get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash B-I-B-50. Use the code B-I-B-50 to get 50% off. That's code B-I-B-T-V-50 at Factormeals.com slash B-I-B-50 to get 50% off. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Sounds like you did it out of necessity too. I mean, you're yeah, you had the, the, yeah, you, you had the stutter and, right. and, yeah, you and so you right. already were a musician, and that right. was an element that not only helped you, you know, with right. your with 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 the the speech, but it's also an instrument in itself. Yeah, if I wasn't if I didn't have a speech impediment growing up, because I was mute for a while, I didn't even talk when I was a kid. You know, I oh wow, mute. I couldn't speak. You know, and um. Um, when if I never had that speech impediment, I'd probably be a jazz musician right now. Huh? You know what I'm saying? I, I would have yeah. still did music, but I'd be a jazz musician. You wouldn't be rapping, right? Because that's be something you hone that craft. I wouldn't even. I didn't yeah. even like rap when I started rap. I didn't even like rap that much. I was in the gospel. Okay, interesting. And then I turned that into. And then I found a love and a respect for rap when I started writing myself and trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is what this is. This is what they're doing. Oh, my God. These guys are talented. And then Eminem comes out. I'm like, yeah, you can do that. Right. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah. Those early uh, early recordings of Eminem. I can't. There's this one. I can't remember the mixtape it was on now. 
but they it's like three minutes of somebody just saying a word at, and then he'll go for right as long as he can and then just say another word and he just keeps going yeah uh, i I'm can't like, remember man, what it I'm, was it was insane yeah i'm like i gotta learn that i gotta learn that <laughs> right. and that was my whole thing i gotta learn that so for a while i rapped like like eminem for a while i rapped like like Jada Kiss, like Jay Z, like Nas. I've taken everybody's styles until I found my own, you know, until right, I found right. myself. But it took me studying all them to find that, you know. You know, I used to listen to Eminem like heavy and call the fire. He's, his raps were very, well, his, his rhyme, his syllables were close. He was a syllable guy. So he called the fire department, I've hired an arson to set fire to carpet and burn up your entire apartment. I'm a liar to start shit. Got your bitch wrapped around my dick so good you need a crowbar to pry apart with. It was always like that. You know, it's always Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The cadence is always like that. This. He was by the back with a battery. And 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 Jay-Z was more of a he would he would rap and he would pause and his his pauses were like poetic. Uh-huh. And that's how it was that's how his style like blossomed. It was he would he would just come in like Okay, it's over. Okay, young the wait is over. You know, he's like just talking to you. And he's in, and then Jada Kiss was like a boom, boom. He was like a, a punch, he was a punch guy. Like it was like everything was a right hook, left hook. He 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 rapped his rap style was like was like Joe Frazier or something, like Mike Tyson. You know, <laughs> it was like that. I love that. Yeah. Listening to these guys and getting something different out of all of these styles. And I learned how to play that instrument really, really, really well. And then, and then when I when I perfected that instrument, I was about sixteen. And um, and that's when everyone was saying, "You need to be a you need to be a rapper." I was never was never seeking to be that. I just was seeking to learn the instrument really well. Like I learned anything else. Uh-huh. And everyone was saying, "You got to rap. You got to rap." And they they said that my whole life. And uh, it was just. They were like, hey, man, hey, spit that one. You, you, you know, man, come on. Y'all got to hear this. Y'all got to hear. I was, it was always like that going everywhere. So they like that. My, my friends put me on stages. They put me on in front of everybody. You know, they, wow. they fronted me out. Made yeah, me yeah. <laughs> and were you I, I, like, at what point did you kind of start? I mean, maybe you were always recording what you're doing. But like, at what point did you kind of really start to pursue you know, this as, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Jay French. This is my artist project. Um, or did you have a lot of other things prior to this? Well, I was about 17. Oh, so it was around that same time. That's when yeah, this all kind of began. About, everything moved fast. I started recording mixtapes when I was about 16 and then 17 and then 18 and then 19 and 20. Then I went to prison and sold drugs, all kinds of stuff, went to prison and got out. And perf- I w- by the time I got out of prison, I was like, Best rapper alive level, elite oh. rapper level. Yeah. And it was just because I just sat in there and just did everything and just did it every day, every day, every day. And how you had time to think and focus on it. And then when I got out, all my friends were like, spit that thing. Man, this, it was, I was still known for that around town. Like, this guy is crazy with this. And then, you know, from that point, you just meet, start meeting people and recorded my first real album in 2016 and um and then recorded another album right after that the same yeah. year and been going wow. ever since so yeah so did a lot of those songs that you were writing uh while you were you know in, in prison were, were those the songs that made it onto jaguar jesus or were like 
Did, no, was that just kind of like a venting no, no. thing? Oh, and then, practice. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Okay, so that was just, it was yeah. Like, it was great stuff. I still have it. Like, it's great. I don't write anymore. I stopped writing 2018. And no, I haven't Oh, just in general. Yeah. Oh, no, I really? Started, I stopped writing. I, I've released albums since then. Now I haven't written one word, you know. Wow. Everything comes from right from the gut. Like, I'm that good. <laughs> so good. you just turn, you just cut, you just go in there. Is that, I think that's what uh, uh, Notorious B.I.G. used to do too, right? He yeah. wouldn't write anything down. He would just go I, in there. I pull the mic up and I just get at it. Damn. When Man, I have, but I got to be serious talent. <laughs> I got to live it because you, you, you see what I rap about. Like my new song, Mercy, you see yeah. what I rap about. 100%. Like it's got to be real. So I got to be living that. So I rap about my experience and what I've, the lesson I learned today. And that's what comes. That's what I start with. It's something that, I'm, that gets me through. I got to be getting like, I'm not really an orange juice guy. I'm a lemonade guy. Okay. So I need a sour lemon to make lemonade out of. See, I, I don't know what to do with an orange. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. I never got oranges in my life. I, I, I was dealt the bad hand from day one. I had a speech impediment from day one. Huh. You know, I've never, I've always had to get out of uh, and turn a bad situation into a good one. Uh-huh. So I need a bad situation to happen so I could turn it into a good one. Wow. And you had, I'm, some, living, I'm, I'm, I'm the lemonade guy. I'm the lemonade guy. Like lemonade guy. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I got the worst luck in the world, but I got the best lemonade you ever, you'll ever drink in your life. <laughs> uh you had uh i mean you, you put a bunch of records out you said you 2016 was the first one and then you had other stuff all the way up until you ended up doing you with with uh just another gift from god that one really like kind of exploded right yeah that, that kind of took one, you to the, the next song black and white cut you off with yellow beezy i had a few of them on there that would that went crazy yeah and, uh, but black and white went crazy on TikTok. That, that that TikTok took that and just went crazy with it. Different, it different. Yeah, from, that one blew, from blew up. One point five. I think uh, "Breakfast" is my biggest song now. Yeah, and, uh, that's a big one. "Breakfast" is my that's my biggest song now. That song is it's been on everything, like everything. Like, so there's commercials running with it right now. Nike in Amsterdam and uh, Foot Locker's got a commercial going in in, in Australia right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jake Paul used it. TCU's used it. The colleges, so many college, like football players, reach out and tell me how inspirational that song is. How they work out to it every day, and it's that kind of thing. It's you know, it's been in the Olympics, uh, uh, the, the the whatever Olympic uh, Olympic you know medalists use it to work out. They this is a it's one of those it's one of those joints. It's one of the wow. best songs in sports. Golfers, skiers. I mean, you name it, like people who do everything, like it's they reach out to me. They 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 respect that song so much that they 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 talk, they reach out and tell me like this song. I got it on my playlist every day. I listen to it every day, all of them. The people reach it's incredible. I'm I've never seen anything like that before. Like, you know, people actually reach out just to just to tell me and listen to it every day. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, obviously huge validation for what you're doing and yeah. the passion that you bring to to your songs. Oh yes, I'm super passionate about it. And so, and then, and then Mercy, the new one, is on All Love. Yeah, All Love's the new album. This album, 
man, I was going through a crazy breakup. Like I had to be loving. I had to find the love in me. I had to find forgiveness through this album. Like this is my music gets me through. Like you're listening to me in real time, go something and learn the lessons that I'm supposed to learn from it. Um, um, that's what these albums are. These latest, these, these last two good karma and all love, you know, I feel yeah. like good karma is my first album because the way I, 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 it, I changed completely. I started only take, I started to only grow through the music starting with good karma. And is that the, the, other, that- the other albums got records on them? Don't get me wrong. I'm saying, but the last two albums, uh, I'm just making them. I don't care about fame. I don't care about fortune. Any of that. It's just, I'm learning myself through these albums, through these, through this music, through the process of, of, of being an artist. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it's especially since the way your process of just going up to the, the mic and doing what you do. Right. I mean, a lot. I've, I've asked other artists, like yeah, you know, it's if it's just, therapeutic, if they once once they finish a song, and it's sometimes a yes, sometimes it's no. But in your case, I would imagine since it's you're just ripping your feelings there, right there, then and there, that's probably pretty. You know, yeah, let, let, lets a lot off the shoulders and everything. Yeah, it's just it's therapy, but I, I can't do anything but talk positively. I don't go into a dark space ever because mm-hmm. it's like if i go into a dark space that's what i am that day that's what i'm that's what i'm going to be like i speak what i i speak from the from the from the the, the passion and the overcoming part of myself that's all i've ever done make lemonade mm-hmm. told you i don't i have the world in the world but i have the best lemonade you'll ever eat you'll ever drink make lemonade really well <laughs> <laughs> so that's what my songs are all lemonade songs, every single one of them. I love that. Yeah, it's Bad interesting. Situation. I flipped into a good one. I'm yeah, sorry, go yeah. Ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say uh, what you're saying makes so much sense because it's like uh, one of those things where if you wake up and you're like, or if something happens during the day, you're like, oh, that was, you know, that's shitty thing that happened. Like, and then right. you start telling yourself, oh, that I've, I'm having a shitty day. If from that moment forward, you're going to have a shitty day. Like if something happened and you were like, you know what? Yeah. We create ourselves every day. If you want to be the same person you was yesterday, you have to recreate yourself like that today. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So if if you did yoga yesterday morning and meditated for 15 minutes and then got up and went, went for a run and then started your day. If you don't do that tomorrow, you're not a yogi that day. Right. And your day might that be, day. I've, yeah, yeah, that day. Yeah. And your day that might day. not be as good, right? I mean, who knows? But right. if you wake up in a in a bad headspace and you carry that through the day instead of just letting it go, then right. you're gonna have a shitty day all day. So if you wake up, you're like, "Oh, that was, you know, so and so happened, or this happened," right. instead of just, you know, letting it go and just the carrying you that with you. The day you don't do a podcast is the day you're not a podcaster. Right? No, that's a great point. You're not a podcaster that day. You're something else that day. You created yourself into something else that day. And when you come back to podcasting, you're a podcaster. When only when you're doing this. I love that idea. That makes yeah, that time. makes so much sense. Yeah, you gotta re, you gotta create yourself every day into whatever you create yourself into. Now you you may uh, have you may be a podcast. You may be a father. You may be a, a great son, a great father, a great boyfriend. 
great, whatever, best friend, a great, you know, whatever, dog owner, whatever you are. But <laughs> yeah. the day you are, the day you, the day you don't feed your dog. You ain't dog owner anymore. <laughs> you're not a good dog owner. <laughs> no, hundred percent. No, that I love that message. That makes so much sense. So with yeah. you then, are you going and writing or, or just going up to the mic every day and working on something or putting out something? If, I, if I'm not doing music every day, I'm not a musician. Yeah. Wow. That day, you know, I might be a yogi for that week. I might choose to put music down. And I'm saying I'm not a musician anymore. I'm a yogi now. Uh-huh. I'm not thinking about music right now. I'm going to do yoga for the next two weeks every day for two hours a day and meditate for six hours a day and go into a deep meditation, not even talk to anybody and take a vow of silence for two days. And I'm not anything that those days, nothing, you know, so, and, you know, and then I create myself again, I start fresh and use my, you know, our keen sense of memory and our vivid sense of sense of imagination to, to recreate myself into what I want to be. Now I'm this kind of musician. Now I'm this, like, I just did, I'm making a pop album right now as we speak. Like this is oh, how wow. I'm doing awesome. a pop right now. Not like a pop, like Justin Bieber pop, like a pop art album, like Pink Floyd, you know? And wow. right now I'm doing that album right now. And I'm doing it with Lisa Simone, Nina Simone's daughter. Right Whoa, now. That's amazing. As we speak, I'm doing That's this true. album. I'm working on this. I'm in between right now. You know, you're propped up against my laptop that has everything on it right now with the Zoom. Everything. Oh, wow. Let me, go, let me go back here. Let me go look. I got to enter my stuff into the Grammys. This is what I'm doing right now. Like, literally right now, I'm in the middle of the process of doing this. I got about 20 beats for it right now. I'm sitting here, make, I'm doing this. I live this every day. This is not a, 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 hey, every now and then I do it and I try to get on. I'm trying to be famous and I'm clout chasing. Never. Never. I only seek to inspire. That's what everybody says. But I'm telling you right now, I don't give a damn about about what people think about the art. Only if I can inspire one person, I'm going to talk to that person every time. It's kind of like when you're in a crowd, like if you're a comedian and you're in a crowd and you're and you're and you're you're telling jokes that one person is laughing the hardest. The rest of this, the rest of these jokes is for that person right there. You know, so whoever I whoever gets stimulated by this, that's why I'm making it. That's how I found my audience, you know, was just like the, the people that was really into it. I'm like, what do they like about the world? What do they need to hear from me? How can they, how can I find, how can, I, and, and those are the people who just like you for who you are. They just, but your biggest fans just like you. They like everything you do, no matter what you do. They like you for who you are and they right. inspire you to be yourself. You know? I love that message, man. I love that. Yeah. So those become my friends. Those become my best friends. I talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to them. <laughs> I want to know what they're doing. How you living? How you, how's your life? Right. You know, check on me. Here's my number. You know, That's you're cool. the biggest fan here. Take, take my number. Wow. You know, just, just don't use it that much. Just, but take it. You, know? <laughs> you take, can have it. Just it be, got my number yeah. Can't. I don't care. Be courteous back with it. Nightmare at night. Hit me when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, thank you so much, Jamal, for doing this, man. This has been so much fun. I appreciate your time today. 
Definitely, man. I definitely appreciate being here. It's an honor for sure. I have one more question for you. You've kind of been just already doing this throughout the entire conversation, but I'm going to ask anyway. I want to know if you have uh, advice for aspiring artists. Oh, man. Um, if everybody around you if you, if you, if you, if you don't have five fans before you start, don't start until you get five fans. If you don't love, completely love what you do, if everybody around you won't work for you for free, cut them off. Don't pay them nothing. Pay people that would do it for free. Only because most artists, the reason why they get nowhere and they quit is because they end up spending all their money trying to get on and everybody's robbing them.